In this episode of Behind the Report, I'm going to be discussing the FaZe Clan in discussions with Bimus to replace Olaf Meister Report. One that I put out today, the day I'm recording this, and a crazy report for a number of reasons. Not only because a relatively unknown and very young player is likely to join FaZe, whether it be on a trial basis or not, but just the overall implications of Olaf Meister not on a team or taking a step back after such an illustrious career in Counter-Strike is just crazy to think about and really leaves me in particular, before we get into the details of this, appreciating what he has brought to the game of Counter-Strike in general over the years and kind of what has become uh, the game we all know and love. Even though there were many ga- many versions of the game before it, you know, CSGO in general, though, Holfmeister's really helped mold uh, the professional scene that we know today, just through his play, you know, obviously a, a quieter and reserved guy, but someone who always spoke with his actions and gave us that famous line of, uh, I don't think I'm the best player in the world, but I don't think anyone's better than me. Um, a mentality that I love personally and someone that, you know, will never be forgotten should he take a step back forever. Now I'm hoping, and I'm, I'm not trying to speak um, in a way that leads you to believe he's never coming back or anything, but I hope he takes the time he needs, just like Glaive, just like many others, Kierby in particular, who will hopefully take the time they need away from the game to come back rejuvenated and possibly maybe a return to the Swedish scene or whatever it might be in his future. Um, we'll all be watching eagerly. But when it comes to this report, this is... Uh, it's funny, I, I recently recorded the Astralis behind the report episode where I mentioned that there are often times where I'm given information and if it's if it's kind of more on the personal side, there are times where if I'm not feeling the thought of publishing the information because of the way it makes me feel considering it kind of has to do with things outside the server, there are many occasions in which I will wait until that information is announced publicly by the player or the team or whoever uh, before I comment on it or before I release information that is related to it. It's just something I've decided to do personally out of respect, but just it's a it's a feeling thing. It's, it's not anything else. And one of those situations was Glaive, of course, when I was talking about in that video about them adding um, additional players. I knew that he was the player that was probably going to, to take a step back um, and I, I chose not to report that information. I instead just reported that the team would be looking for more than just a sixth player. And, you know, that ended up happening with, with the pickup of Yugi. So this was another situation where not only could I have, and I mentioned in that too, about Olaf Meister before, when he stepped away from the game, that was something that I chose not to discuss, um, the matter and in, in the subject of which, was the reason he took a step back previously with FaZe Clan. This was kind of one of those situations too, because I knew um, there were a lot of rumors coming in that it, it was labeled to me behind the scenes as retirement. Now, I, I think that was more of an assumption from people because his his statement with FaZe Clan, and it came out this week, so I should mention that it came out actually today, um, that he would be taking a step back, which was no surprise to me, as I mentioned, because people behind the scenes were saying, Face is looking for a replacement, 
and Olaf's going to retire. Now, whether he retires or not, I don't know, but I think that was an assumption on most people's part. So not only was I not going to report that he was going to retire, but even if I was told he's going to step back, um, it's kind of one of those situations again where it just it just doesn't feel right to me to report that information, particularly because of you know he's clearly not motivated and clearly in a and it showed in, in his play received a lot of criticism as of late for his performance in the server, and it's clear it's just one of those situations where he needs to take a step back because he's not feeling right, he's not he's not feeling it. He doesn't know what he wants. He's burnt out. And when players are like that, I just, even though reports don't necessarily kick them when they're down, I just get that feeling when I think about publishing it. So I didn't. I instead focused on who could possibly be the replacement. And then it was um, my goal in mind for the past, I would say, week or two prior to this was just making sure to keep an eye on who they were going to look at to replace him and then be ready when this information came out assuming and hope, you know, I shouldn't say hope, but I assumed that it would probably be announced Olaf, you know, first that he was going to to step back and then separate from that be an announcement of who they're playing so that I foresaw and that looks like what's going to be the case, an opportunity for me to publish this report after it was announced by him and the organization, they take a step back for me to put out who they are eyeing as a replacement prior to them making that announcement themselves. And that looks like what's going to happen here. So the report itself, if you haven't read it, is linked in the description, of course. But they're looking at Bimus, a 16-year-old Lithuanian player, relatively unknown, doesn't really have much team play experience other than just some mixed teams that he's done here and there in Europe. And he's had some good results in FPL, particularly a few different months in 2019. And someone, I would say, that who was eyed by Nico himself in the HLTV um, little interview piece that they do yearly in which they ask top players questions about the scene and who they can see being a dark horse for, you know, a top player, uh, you know, down the line. And Bymus is a player that he mentioned, particularly from his experience playing with him in FPL. So to many who pay attention to those kind of things in particular, this wasn't a surprise. And while I didn't when I was kind of hypothesizing who they might go for, why I didn't think um, of him at first. When I heard the name, I remembered reading that, and I went back and found it, and then, of course, it was no surprise to hear. Um, Verifying this information was relatively straightforward, I guess you could say. Um, I was able to talk to a few people who, who shared with me that this was absolutely going to be the guy that they at least try on a trial basis. It's not a guarantee. Should things not work out, then they'll obviously look elsewhere. But the upside to this is he's a free player, and they probably feel confident given that Brokey's actually been quite good. And another player that was relatively unknown who also uh, they got for free. So they probably they like um, their batting average right now when it comes to picking up these players. And... I think Nico trusts his his gauge in which he can um, kind of estimate how good of a player can be, even despite being so young. Um, what an opportunity for this kid. I'm sure he was grinning from ear to ear when he got that offer. Probably said yes faster than anyone ever has in their life, but, you know, as he should. And this is going to be um, more of the same style, I guess you could say. And if I'm honest, despite not having a lot of information and a lot of um, not having 
much to go on when it comes to Bymus himself. I can only imagine how a very young, motivated, willing to listen to anything player is going to boost the not only the morale but the um, the performance of this roster. Now, I I don't want I don't say that to shit on Olfmeister or anything, but he was clearly going through some things and clearly was uh, the weak link on, on this roster. So I think that they will take a performance boost from this almost immediately, especially considering they're already a team that is playing. I don't want to say a pug style, but they are playing that Nico uh, based Counter Strike, which isn't necessarily strat heavy or extremely tactical. It's going to be easy for a player to just hop in and and get the fragging and kind of just learn his roles. And he's going to be eager to play any role. He's going to learn. It doesn't matter if he's putting spots on maps where he's not comfortable with. He'll be eager to to just learn and play wherever they put him. And and that's always good to have on a roster. Now, obviously, when you're playing on the big stage. That can that can get to a team where you have too many young guys who haven't been on the big stage, and you have emotional players like Coldzera and Nico. There is a potential for them in the future to have a rough time when things aren't going their way. But when things are online, this is almost a perfect recipe, and they probably, in my opinion, will be one of the better teams in the world while we're stuck playing online. Um, I still rate them high just because of the level of talent that will be on the roster when we go to back to playing offline, but. Man, online, um, they're going to be a force. And they have, especially since the the nerf of the Krieg. They have been. Nico's just been on fire. But this, I think, is just going to be more of the same. And long term, I don't know about it. I still think there's a move they can make in the future. But short term, I think it's a great move. I, I like it. I think they're packed with talent. And if you're going to play Nico-style Counter-Strike, th- this is the kind of guy you want to pick up, absolutely. And I think it'll be apparent right from the get-go that it was... Um, a good move to make. And again, you 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 hope Olafmeister, just like the others who are sitting out right now, can kind of regain things and rejuvenate themselves so that we can see them playing um, the way we all know and love. And Olafmeister is someone who I think can still be one of the better players in the world once he gets into that mode, into a groove, and is in a situation where he's happy and comfortable. And um, everything else is just going well for him. So we'll see how that plays out. As far as when I see this being announced, I think that it will probably be announced before I even get to publish this video. I have one more that I intend to publish um, the day before I do this one. So I think it's going to be something that is announced quite quickly, very soon. And not (laughs) actually, uh, what am I even saying? It has to be because they play tomorrow, which is um, it's Sunday right now when I'm recording this. They have to play in their group for DreamHack on the 24th of May, which is Monday. So it will be announced because um, if it's not announced, you'll see him in the server. And if he isn't, something has gone terribly wrong in the less than 24 hours between when I'm recording this and when that starts in which they'd have to use another player. That would that would be very shocking to me, in my opinion. But that's what I expect to show up in the server. So I should reframe that and say, by the time you watch this, it will have been announced, um, and and we'll we'll have seen some play already from the kid and from the team. That is it, though, for this edition. I hope that is some insightful information for you and a look behind the curtain of how I do things. That is the goal of this series and what I intend to do almost every time I record one of them. Additional context, additional information, without taking too much of your time. That is all for this episode, and let me know in the comments below if you made it all the way to the end what you thought. I'll see you guys next episode.